Today's Kedush Nafin Gimel, we're 15 lines from the top of Yid Gimel. But Aleph, last word on the line, Ha'hi Itza, there was a woman, Davaka Mezavna Varshechi, she was selling these Varshechi, types of belts. Also, Gavra, there was a man that came by, Chotav Varshechami, no, he grabbed one of the belts from her. Amr she told him, Havani Ali, give it back to me. Amr you told her, If I give it back to you, are you going to be Mekudashes to me? She took it and she didn't say anything. So Amr Nachman said, She could say, In Shakli, yeah, you're right, I took it, but I took it because it belonged to me, not because I was accepting Kiddushan. And therefore, we don't have to say that she's Mikudesh's Eisvei Rava, Rav Nachman. So Rava asked Rav Nachman, although this sounds pretty straightforward, Rava asked Rav Nachman from the following verse, a kitchen because of a chamas of Geneva, if someone was a Mikudesh woman using Gezel, something he stole, meaning openly, and the guy knew he stole, or of a chamas, he forcefully bought something from someone, or of a Geneva, Geneva is when the guy doesn't know about it, you come in the middle of the night, or he grabbed the cellar from her hand that belonged to her, and he was Mikudesh with her own cellar, Mikudesh's. Over there, she is Mikudeshes. I don't understand. This is a blatant stira. It sounds like the same case. And over there, same case. He took it from her and he was Mikudeshes with that thing and she didn't say anything. So why over here did Rav Nachman say, why did Rav Nachman say over here that it's, she's not going to be Mikudeshes because she could say that I took my own thing. I didn't mean to be Mikudeshes. And over here, Rav Nachman, and over here we have a Braisa that says if you're Mikudeshes, a woman, that's something that belongs to her. You grab the seller from her and you're Mikudeshes with it. Mikudeshes. Says, over there we're dealing with a different case. Over there we're dealing with a case where there was already a they already agreed to get married, and therefore, if he grabbed the son of her and was Mikadash over there, and she didn't say anything, so Mistama, she was Michalib, because we're dealing with a case they're already engaged, there was Shidduch already, and therefore it's totally different. But over here, we're not dealing with a case where he was Mishadach, or he just walks over to a random girl and steals her belt and then tries to be Mikadash over there. That, in the regular case where he wasn't, there was no Shidduch that happened before, so that is not going to work in a regular case because she could just say, Yeah, I took it back because it belonged to me. You know that there's a difference whether they were engaged or not, whether there's a shidduch or there's no shidduch. Says the Tanya, we have a precedent for this in the following brayshah. If he says, "Here, take this sela that I'm chayiv to you, I owe you this sela, take it back." Then afterwards, he said to her, "You know what? His god shili boy, use that sela, and I want to, be, I want to be mikdash you with that sela." So bishas matan mois ratzam mikdashes in mikdashes. If he said that bishas matan mois at the time that he was giving it, meaning right before he gave her that sela, he said, "I want to be mikdash with you with it." Actually, so if she wants. If she agrees to it, if she doesn't agree to it, it's not going to work. So this price, by the way, is very similar to one we had yesterday, but not the same. But either way, if he said that only after he gave it to her, if he first said, here's a seller that I owe you, he gives it to her, and then he says, you know what, that seller, I want to be Mikadashi with it. So even if she wants and agrees to be Mikadashi, it's not going to work if he does it afterwards, and she's not going to be Mikadashi. Says the Gemara on this price. What does in this price mean? That she wanted it or she didn't want it? Is it? If you're going to understand it the way it sounds, that Ratsa, she wanted, it means that she said yes, and Ratsa, she didn't want, it means she said no. Could that be? That sounds like if she was quiet and didn't say anything, then it would be a good Kiddushin. Meaning in the first case, says the Gemara, if that's true, then then why do we have to say a case? If she said yes, she wants it. If she said no, then it's not going to be a good Kiddushin. Say Say in the first case, if he said it, meaning before he gave her the money, he said that I'm being Mikadish, you actually with this Sela, then just say Mikadashas. You don't have to say if she wanted it. Obviously, the only case is going to work if you want it, because everyone, Rashi says, a little kid knows that you can't be a Mikadish woman against her will. And obviously, if she 
doesn't want it, you can't walk over to a woman and say Haret Mekodesh Asli against her will and give her something. If she doesn't want it, obviously it's not going to work. So just say Mekodesh Stam, and everyone's going to know, meaning when he said it, Bishas Matanas, as long as he said it at the right time, before he gave her it, so it's going to work. As long as she's maskim, and if she's quiet, she could kaida, that's 100% going to work. Everyone knows if she said, if she said no, I don't want to take it, obviously it's not going to work. You don't have to say that. Same Mekodesh Stam. So Kihasam, the same way we did in the last Bryce, meaning they're very similar Bryce that we had yesterday on the bottom of Yud Bezim and Bez. The same way over there, we said in a case where he said it at the right time, Bishas Matan Mos, so Mekodesh, we said it's going to work. The only Chilik being Ratzasa Lulay Ratzasa was in the Seifa when he did it afterwards. But over here, why does it make a difference? Ratzasa or Lulay Ratzasa should have just said Mekodesh Stam, like it did Kihasam in the last Bryce, which had a very similar format. So, and, the, and why, why should it say that? Because again, Rashi explains, everyone knows that you can't be Mekodesh a woman against her will. So if you did it at the right time, if, if she wants, then yeah. If she said no, then no. Obviously, just say Mekodesh, it's going to work. And we'll know that if she says, I'm not interested, then obviously it's not going to work. So, Ella, what do we have to say? Now, what does Ratzasa and Leiratzasa mean? It can't mean that because that would be obvious. Ella, Ratzasa, Amra, In. Ratzasa, meaning if she wanted, means, yeah, she said yes, so it's going to work. Leiratzasa, Deishtika. And if she, meaning Leiratzasa, where she said, where she didn't want it, that means not that she said no, but rather that she was quiet. And we're saying that in a case that she's quiet, Vikatani, then Mekodesh, she's not going to be Mekodesh. So, my time, what's the reason that she's not Mekodesh? If he did, again, she, he said, I she was quiet. She didn't say anything, and it's not going to work. Why not? Why wouldn't that work? So my time. Well, so it must be because she could say in shakli shakli that yeah, I took it, but it belonged to me. She could have this taina that you want. You know why I was quiet? Because I just took it because he was going to give. This was my opportunity to get back what belonged to me. He was giving something that was mine anyways. I took it and I didn't say anything, but I didn't mean to be mikudeshes. So we see that she can say this taina. Okay, so what does this have to do with us? Okay, so you're going to ask a kasha from the bride that we brought, that he was Makadash, a woman with Gezel, or Vechamas, Vigeneva, Oishachat, of Salmi, other Vikitshan, or that he took a seller from her, and he was Makadash with that, that Mikudesh, that it's going to work. Why is it going to work over there? So, obviously, we have to say there's a Chilik. What's the Chilik? Hadish Shadich. Hadulai Shadich. One's talking about a case where there was a Shadich already. Where there's a Shadich already, so if you take her seller and you gave it to her, and she's going to be Mikudesh. Why? Because they were already engaged, and they know. So, obviously, she's Michael, and it's going to be okay. Hadulai Shadich. But in the case where she doesn't say anything, she's not going to be Mikudesh. You know, I don't know why in that price, because they weren't engaged. So we're not talking about a case. And she, clearly she could have that taina, and it's not going to work. So clearly this is where we see. Meaning we asked the question, how do you know there's a difference between Shadach and Leishadach? Over here clearly, in the, the way we formatted this b'risa, the only way we can answer it seems that the answer would be that one's talking about a case where there was a Shadach already, one's talking about a case of Leishadach, and therefore we see there is a difference between Shadach and Leishadach. Says the Gemara, Kinoch nafshi the Ravasi. When Ravasi was nifter, Eilu Rabbanon the Nekotinu Lishmaitzi. The Rabbanon all gathered in the base of Medrash to say over all the Torah they remember from Ravasi, so it won't be forgotten. Some of the Yahum, Rabbanon Rabbi Yaakov Shimei, one of the Rabbanon over there spoke up. His name was Rabbi Yaakov, and he said the following: Hachi Amar Ravasi Amar Money. This is what Ravasi said over in the name of Ravmani. Kishem Shein Isha Niknes Pachs Mishav Pruta. The same way you can't be Mikdash a woman with less than a Shav Pruta. Kach Ein Karka Niknes Pachas Mishav Pruta. The same way you can't buy land for less than a Shav Pruta. Some they told that they told Rabbi Yaakov, could that be? Well, Tani, we have a brayso that says the opposite. Afal Pisha Ein Isha Niknes Pachas Mishav Pruta. Karka Niknes Pachas Mishav Pruta. Even though you can't be Mikdash a woman with less than a shav pruta. You can buy karka with less than a shav pruta. Seems like a blatant stira. So Amalei or kasha on Ravasi because he's Amayra. So he answered him, no. Kitanya hahi. I'll tell you why that brisa is not a kasha on Ravasi because kitanya hahi. That brisa is talking about chalipin. That brisa is talking about a kinyan chalipin. We know chalipin does not need to be a shav pruta. But you're right. If you're 
buying a karka with regular kesef, it wouldn't need to be a shava pruta. That rice that says you could use less than a shava pruta is talking about when you're using chalip in the tanya. We have a rice. Koinin bikli, vaf bishen shava pruta. If you're using a kli to be kind of something, meaning a kli as a kinin chalipin, you could use it even though that kli is not worth a shava pruta. So now we're going to say over more things that they heard that the Rabbanan said over in the name of Rabasi. So they were sitting and saying the following. That the review Damar Shmuel said. Anyone who's not an expert at the halachas of Gitan and Kedushin should not be misasik with them. He shouldn't be a Masadr Gitan or a Masadr Kedushin. He shouldn't have an Asek in Gitan and Kedushin if he's not an expert. And the reason is because it could lead to Mamzeris if you do it wrong and you don't make the get the proper way and you don't follow all the halachas so she could still be an Asher Sish and you're going to be Matir and Asher Sish. Either way, it's a terrible thing. Rina Mashmo said that said in the name of the ones who are Isaac Begitten Mikidushin and are not experts at it, they're worse than the Dora Mabo. How do we know that? Remember the Pasuk says, meaning swearing falsely, and killing, and stealing, and adultery, what does that mean? My mashma, how do we see it from this Pasuk? The way Rabbi Yaisi was Metargum the word, partsu in the Pasuk. That people are having children from their friends' wives. The point is that how does this happen? This could happen if someone is not he's not an expert and he doesn't do it properly, but he's still and he's a Masadar he's a Masadar Kedushin, and it could come out that there are people think they're not an Eshesh, but really they are, and it's kind of come out this idea that that people are having children from their friends' wives because they're still their friends' wives because he wasn't a, he didn't know but Tiv Gitan Mikidushin and the woman wasn't actually divorced Ka'alacha. Uksev in the Pasuk says, Alkein Teval Ha'oret Ve'umlal Kol that everything is going to be destroyed, the land is going to be destroyed, and also, meaning all these things, also the Gehayim. Okay, so meaning even the fish in the sea are going to be destroyed. But we know by the the fish were not destroyed. Anything that was on dry land died. But that did not include the fish in the sea. Even the fish in the sea are going to be destroyed because of this. So we see that this idea, and the way Rebbe was metagam, that this is what it's talking about. Someone who's not Yudai B'tivik is actually worse than the Dharamabu because over there, but over here, it's going to destroy even the Dagim Shabayam. Says the Gemara, How do you know that even one thing in this Pasuk, meaning the Pasuk mentioned a few things, that the land is going to be destroyed if you do maybe all these things, swearing falsely and killing and stealing and and, neof, and also this idea that could lead to molden benin min but meaning the Pasuk says maybe only if you do all these things, then it's going to happen. How do you know that only one of these things, molden benin min that if you're not Baki Betiv Gitan Mekadushin and you have an ace again, how do you know that even that could lead to this terrible thing that even the Degei Ayam are going to be destroyed? How do you know that the Pasuk is not talking about maybe if you do all these things it's going to happen? So that shows me that someone's not a Baki Betiv Gitan Mekadushin that alone is not worse than the Dharma. Don't think that. Meaning, and even if one of these things in this Pasuk is going to be bad enough to because the Pasuk says because we have another Pasuk that tells me just because of swearing falsely the land is going to be destroyed. So we see even one of these things in the Pasuk is going to be enough for the land to be destroyed. It says Gemara, Maybe Allah itself is way worse, meaning swearing falsely, that alone, you're right, that is grounds to, that, that's why the land is going to be destroyed. But the but all the other ones, maybe those, you need them all together for it to get that bad. It says Gemara, because I'll tell you, in the Pasuk where it says, where Rabbi Yosef was to say, 
that that's the part we're talking about, where someone's not bucky but tivgit and gedushin. That's what it can end up with. It doesn't say um partsu. Rashi says which is meisiv al inyan rishin, which is connecting it to the other ones. It says partsu, partsu ksiv. That's what it says, and that stands alone as its own thing. And right afterwards, it says it says partsu, and right afterwards, it says al kain tavla So that afterwards, the land is going to be destroyed. And that's how we see that even for partsu alone, even for this idea of molden minin minushei chavreyon, and if you're not bucky but tivgit, it's going to end up with that. So therefore. We see that that's bad enough, and it's worse than the Mabel. And why do we bring this? Because this is something that Rav Asi said. Bringing another thing now that the Rabbanon said in the name of Rav Asi. They were saying like this. The following Mishnah says, A woman that was a Yeletis. We know that a Yeletis has to bring a Chatas, but also an Ayla. So she already brought her Chatas, but before she could bring her Ayla, she died. So the Mishnah tells us that Yavu Yarshin The Yarshin should bring her carbon Ayla. Amr says, That's only true if she was Mafrish the carbon oil while she was still alive. But if she didn't even designate it yet, she didn't even separate it as a carbon oil while she was alive, they do not, the Yarshim do not have to bring a carbon oil for her. So what do we see? We clearly see that Rebuda Mershmul says, and he holds, that a Shibud is not their as, meaning a Shibud owing something, meaning owing to Hektish or owing something to your friend, that's not their as, because if it was their as, the Yarshim would have to bring it for her, even if she wasn't mouth for shit. Rav Asi Amr argues, and he says, This is why we're bringing it, because it's Rav Asi who said in the name of Yechanan that he argues on Shmuel and he says even if she didn't separate it from Chaim she's, the Yarshim are still obligated to bring the Karbanayla even if she was never Mafrashit what do we see from here? So we see Rav Asi Amar Yechanan holds that Shibud is the Arasa meaning just owing something the Shibud of it is actually the Arasa says Gemara why do we need to say this Machlekes over here we already have a Machlekes the same Machlekes with the same Shitas we already had that one time the Rav Shmuel Amar Shavai Rav and Shmuel now we have Rav also before it was only Shmuel well, we have Ram and Shmuel and Amr They both said, Milva al peh ain't a government in Yarshim. If someone's Milva al peh, meaning he'd lend someone money, but there's no shtar. It's only a Milva al peh. So in a government in Yarshim, he's not able to collect from the Yarshim. The only time you're able to collect a loan from the Yarshim is when there's actually a star. A star. Additionally, you cannot collect from the Lakuchas. If the land was already sold, you can't go to the Lakuchas, the one who bought the land, and say, Sorry, that guy owed me money. I'm taking your land. Because, again, there was no call about it, as we're going to see soon. But the point is, you're not going to be able to take it because you don't have a star. They both say, Milva al you could actually collect whether from the Yarshim and from the Lakuchas. So what must it be? It must be the same Achleikas that Rab and Shmuel hold that you can't collect when it's only a Milva Alpeh because a Shibud is not their Raisa. And Shmuel and, sorry, Rabbi Yechon and Rish hold that Shibud is their Raisa. That's Rabbi Yechon that we saw before. Since Shibud is their Raisa, that's, when, that's why when it's even a, only a Milva Alpeh, you're going to be able to collect from the Yarshim and the Lakuchas. Says the Gemara. I'll tell you why I need both Machleikas and Tzricha. We need both. Why? Because if I only said it on the last case about the Milva so I would think that maybe only in that case Shmuel said that he's not able to collect from the Yarshim and the Lekuchos if it's only a Milva if there was no star because this type of Milva Milva without a star is not the Milva that's written in the Taira it's not actually written in the Taira the Taira wasn't Mechaivim to pay back in this situation it's only he was Mechaivim himself there's no star over here but over there by Yoledes that the carbon is written in the Taira Yoledes the carbon is written in the Taira so maybe it's going to be Maida that even though it's a shibud, that it's only a shibud, and there's no actually there's no star or anything over here. It's just a shibud. A shibud is the rest since it's written in the Torah. Maybe it's going to be my Torah that you have to that the yarshim are mechayiv to bring that carbon, and that's why I need to say in the mechlekes over here that even over there he argues If I only said in this case about your ledes, so I would think dafka in this case or yechon and says that the yarshim are chayiv to bring the carbon. Why the milveh Because a milveh that's written in the Torah, not a not a milveh over here, but over here referring to something that's written in the Torah. 
Sheba that's written in the Torah, like the Karban. The Torah says that a Yeladis would have to bring an Ayla. And therefore, since it's written in the Torah, it says if it's written in a Shtar, and therefore the Sheba is there, clear and caught. But over there, in the regular case of Milval Pet, where someone loans someone money without a Shtar, I would think maybe he's minded to Shmuel that you don't have to, that the, the Yarshim, that you, you're not going to be able to collect from the Yarshim or the Lekuchais. So that's why I need the Machlekes in both cases. Amr Papa, Papa says, Hilch says it relates to the Halacha. Milval Pet, Gavim and Yarshim, we split it down the middle. A milva alpeh, if someone loans money without a star, just alpeh, government yarshim, you can collect from the yarshim, but not from the lekuchas. What's the difference? Up until now, we were grouping them together. What's the svart to say halfway? Yarshim, yeah, but lekuchas, no, because government yarshim, shibudaraisa. He could collect from the yarshim because it's a shibudaraisa, so that you're going to be able to collect from the yarshim. The reason you're not able to collect from lekuchas, from buyers, collect their field, he owed me money, I had no right to sell you the field, I have a lien on the property, I'm taking it, you can't do that. Why? Because there's a separate fundamental issue that there's no call to a milval pet. A milva bishtar, everyone knows about. A milval pet that he loaned him money without a star, no one knows about it. There's no call, and therefore the, the kuchas, the buyers of his property, didn't know. When they did their title search, they didn't know to watch out for something that was never recorded. They didn't know for, to watch out for that loan that no one knew about because it was done al pet. There was no star about it, and they bought the land thinking it was free and clear, but really this guy had to lean on it. That's why he's not going to be able to collect from the kuchas because the kuchas had no way to protect themselves, and therefore he's not going to be able to collect from because again, there's no call, and therefore they did all their research they possibly could, and they had no way to find out about the, about this milva alpeh. So he's not going to be able to collect from the lekuchais, but the yarshim he is going to be able to collect from because it's a shibud daresa. Said the mishnah. Continuing along, the mishnah said that you can be. You can be Mekadosh in three ways. And she gets out of the marriage. She acquires herself out two ways. Get, either if he divorces her with a get, or or if he dies, if the Baal dies, she now is able to marry whoever she wants. Says I understand why after she receives a get, she's allowed to marry whoever she wants. Because the Pasuk says, How do we know that How do we know that the husband dying is enough to free her up and consider her not an Eishas Hish, that she's, not allowed to, that she's now allowed to marry whoever she wants? Says Gmar Sforu, it's a svara. Why? Because who asked Because he answered her to the rest of the world when he married her. So when he goes out of the picture, when he dies, in other words, he allows her to marry whoever she wants. Says the Gemara, the Arayas. That's not a good svara because I'll show you by Arayas. The Asarluhu. Because he assured her on certain arise by him marrying her, she's now ushered to all his kraven. And now when he dies, she's still ushered to those arise. So we see a concept that he assured her, and even when he's out of the picture, she still has that isser that came from him. So who said that when he dies, she's actually mother to marry whoever she wants? Maybe because she was married to him and she never received the get. She's not allowed to marry whoever she wants. Again, we're asking on the fundamental ideal we take for granted that a woman's able to marry whoever she wants after her husband dies. Who said? Maybe she's still considered an HSS, says the Gemara. I'll tell you, because from the fact that the Torah told me that a Yevama who has no children, her husband died without children, and there's a brother, and there's a brother, Asura, she's not allowed to marry whoever she wants. Rather, there's a mitzvah of Yibum specifically to the brother. What does that imply? That if she has children, because the Pasuk only said, if she had children, she is mother to marry whoever she wants, and she's not bound only to the brother. So that shows me that even when the husband dies, as long as she had children, she's allowed to marry whoever she wants. Says Gemara, no. Maybe when she has no children, she's Asura to the rest of the world, and mother to the Yavam, as we know. But 
including the brother. So maybe when she had no kids, she's now only mutter to the brother. But when she has kids, she's actually usher to everyone, including the brother. Says Gemara, no. I'll tell you how we know. From the fact that the Torah told us that an almana, again, an almana is a woman whose husband died. From the fact that the Torah told us that almana is usher to a kain gadol, what does that teach me? That teaches me to a regular kain, she's actually mutaris. That means, why? Because her husband died. So she's mutter to a regular kain. So we see once her husband dies, she's mutter to marry someone else. Says the Gemara. Okay, but that's not a good right because maybe the Pasuk is only showing me that to marry a kain gadol, an almana has a iser laf, a iser laisase. But not that she's mutter to everyone else, but rather to everyone else, there's no iser lav, but rather, not that it's mutter, but there's actually isra say. Says the Gemara, hayase say, maya vidite. Okay, but what a say exactly is she over? Why would she get downgraded, basically, from the isra of Eshesish, which is Misa, to an isra say? Why, why would that be? If the Misa of the Baal, meaning if the death of her husband actually helped to downgrade her from an Eshesish, that you're telling me now it's only an assay. So if the Misa of the Baal, him dying, helps to downgrade her from the isra of Eshesish, that you're going to try to say it's only an assay now, then Tishri Legamri. If you see she's already being downgraded, so she should be considered now not an Eshesish at all, and it should help to allow her Legamri, and there shouldn't be any Eser. And either Layan in Misa Zabal, if the death of the Baal does not help to downgrade her status as an Eshesish, so she should have her original status of, of an Eshesish that's actually a Chiyam Misa. And it's not the uh, Isra Asi. So where exactly did that say come from? Says the Gemara, why not? Why are you assuming not? That, why are you assuming that she can't be downgraded halfway? Why are you assuming it's all or nothing? Maybe I'll tell you that it's possible that the Torah, from the fact the Torah is telling us that when her husband dies, she gets downgraded from the Isra Eshesish, but she, it's still in Isra Asi. Where do we find this? idea. We actually find the precedent for this by Psulia Magdashim, something that was right to bring once as a carbon, and it became possible. It's not right to bring it as a carbon anymore. At the beginning, meaning when it was already originally a carbon, or before it was redeemed, rather, there's an Isra Me'ila, if someone uses it. And also, it's also usher to shear it, or to use it for Havayda. Once you redeem that carbon, there's no Isra Me'ila anymore, but it's still usher in Giza Havayda. So we see a concept that the status changes from a higher level Isser to a lower level Isser. So, so over here, why don't we say that the Misa the Baal takes her out from being an Eish Ish and establishes it as an Isra Asay, but not that she's mother to marry whoever she wants. Says Gemara, I'll tell you, because Elamid Amar Karam, Pen Yomas Mamachama, this is, this is in the Pasuk, and we had in last week's parasha, where one of the men who goes back from war and doesn't fight is someone who just got married. So we tell him, go back because you might die in war. And someone else is going to marry your wife. So what do we see? That when he dies, someone else is allowed to marry his wife. How do you know that that Acher in the Pasuk, that it says, that someone else is going to marry her? How do you know that's referring to everyone in the world that are allowed to marry her now? Maybe it's only referring to the Yavim, that when you die and there's not going to be kids, now the Yavim, your brother, it's referring to the Yavim, but not that everyone else is allowed to marry her now, so it's not a good raya. Amar Rashi based Chuvas with Amar Rashi says there are two Chuvas. I can answer you two ways because Chada the Yavim layikri Acher. First of all, a Yavim is not called Acher. We never find in the Torah where the Yavim is called an Acher, and therefore when it says Ish Acher Yikachana, it's referring to someone else. That someone else unrelated is actually going to be able to marry her now because the husband died. And furthermore, I'll bring you a first raya. This one's clear cut raya that when a man dies, her husband is allowed to marry whoever she wants. Why? Because Ksiv Usneho Ish Acher. And the pasuk as it relates to Gerush and says. That when a woman got divorced, she married someone else. And the second husband also hated her. Because of the Savior crisis, he divorces her with a get. Or if he dies. So we see, if he 
divorces her, or if he dies, then she can marry someone else. So the iskish misa the gershin. So we see clearly in the pasuk it equates misa him dying to him divorcing her. So that teaches me my gershin shayr of gemaris. Just like gershin divorcing a woman completely allows her to marry a regular person, a regular yid. Af misa shayr of gemaris. So to misa him dying is going to accomplish the same thing and allow her to marry whoever she wants.